What's goody, what's goody, what's goody, everybody? It's Kimi. And I'm back with my motherfucking tea of the day. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 14. So, Cinco y Un Cuarto. Yeah, I feel like that's it. I'm confident in that. Welcome back to my channel. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. And as you know, it is February. And it's time to start off our Black History Month of Episodes. It's time to celebrate us. It's time to continue to celebrate us. Not even just in February. Let's be clear. I've said this several times. We deserve more than a month. Because our history is validated. Our history is important. Our history <laughs> made history. Let's be motherfucking clear. Like, let's be clear about that one. All of the fucking adventures that we created. That... The world can't hear? Mm-mm. No man, no man. We're not doing that. So, in this episode, of course, I'm going to highlight some things that I've seen that we need to discuss, that we need to get into. I want to start off with a quote from, from Bayard Rustin, Mr. Rustin. Let us be enraged by injustice, but let us not be destroyed by it. We are all one, and if we don't know it, we will learn it the hard way. And (laughs) I can't imagine when he posts, like, when he made that quote, when he stated those words, when those words came off of his lips. I cannot picture what time period that was. Of course, it was back in the day, but I don't have the exact year and month. But if that is not current <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is let us not be enraged about injustice but let us not be destroyed by it so we can be enraged about injustice a thousand percent but don't let it destroy us as people like with everything that's happening within our communities within the black community within the police wanting us to call the cops and in New York and um, this stupid mayor okaying this, making this shit seem like it's okay. We need to be enraged by them trying to take black history out of the school system. But hey, we can't let it destroy us, but we definitely need to use our voices that these people, these amazing people who fought for us while they died. They fought for us while they died. And we have the right to not shout them out. We have the right to not put on blast everyone who had a helping hand in anything that bettered our people. How dare us? <clears throat> How fucking dare us? Um, you must never be fearful about what you're doing. When it is right, Rosa Parks. You sh- you must never be fearful about what you are doing. When it is right, when things are right in your life, when you are fighting for a cause, then you know it's right. You can never be fearful of the consequences. Of what Miss Parks is saying. Remember Miss Rosa Parks. She decided to not give up her seat on the back of the bus. She thought that, fuck you. I'm tired. 
and we're not having this conversation. I'm not getting up. It is what it is. You can feel however you feel. I know what time it is. But I'm not getting up. Because I don't have to. I can sit wherever the fuck I please. I'm tired. I'm not going to get up just so you just can have a seat. That's not going to happen. That's not, that's better not to happen. And I love how she stood up for herself. And she was not for for, she knew the consequences. She knew what could happen. But she wasn't prayerful because she knew that by her not giving up her, her seat, it would change history. It would change the test of times. And thank you, Ms. Potts, for being that strong, especially in that time. You don't know how much that changed the the scope of mankind, like the scope of the world, how we move, how we shake. You definitely were a forefront in that. And I stand ten whole ten foot down on things that you believe in. And oftentimes you can have this believing this this passion for something and of course you're gonna have a fear of what if it doesn't work what if people doesn't do this what if people don't do that what if um I don't get paid from it or what if I lose my job because of it and oftentimes that's where us as black people have that narrative and that fear of the what ifs and sometimes I'm sorry you can't live off of what ifs you just gotta go You have to go and allow the universe to be good to you. And allow your good heart and your understanding of what things are to guide you through. Allow yourself to pray if that's what you do. Allow yourself to pray. Allow yourself to get outside of yourself and understand what you are fighting for. What is this purpose for? Why am I saying this? Why am I here? It has to be a purpose. It has to be a reason. But it cannot be fear intertwined in that reasoning for you to continue doing it or for you to stop doing whatever this, whatever you feel like needs to be fought for. Especially in a workplace. Like, these people, these companies have these rules and these laws and X, Y, and Z. But if it does not fit your criteria, if it does not fit what you feel like is needed, then you gotta send you gotta send ten toes down. And if they like it, they like it. If they get it together, they get it together. If they don't, then that's unfortunate that they did not get it together. But you're still standing ten toes down. And then, however you feel like doing that, whether that's boycotting, whether that's just literally doing what you gotta do, or whether it's cold-heartedly being vocal about the inequalities of the workplace. How we're here to serve. And if you're putting me on a time limit, how are we serving? How are we fully serving this this community that we're serving? And you're bitching about overtime? Mm-mm. Make it make sense. It don't make sense. We did not get here off of... We, we didn't get here off of fear. We got here off of knowing what's right and what's wrong. And especially back in the day, especially in slavery times. <sighs> like, the amount of shit that we deal with. 
that could literally just be avoided because they fought for it already. And most of the stuff that they fought for, we have. Let's be clear. Now let's continue to vocalize everything that people do. Let's continue to fight for us because no one else is. Our history is history. It's not black. It's history. It's part of history. Just a black person, not it. It's a big difference. Let's get into Miss Dr. Gladys West, who was from Virginia. Shout out, shout out VA. Um, she contributed to the invention of GPS, something that we use every motherfucking day. Whether you getting driven or you driving, whether you using your whether you walking, and you use the maps, Google Maps, or um the other thing that's out that kind of kind of you know not so right, but yeah, she contributed to the invention of GPS in the 1930s, and with her complex mathematical works and skills at the U.S. Navy. She helped generate an accurate model of the Earth from satellite database. From satellite data and her mathematical skills, she created GPS. Let's get up a shout out to Ms. Gladys West holding the motherfucking down. And let's be clear, she was the only black woman to be inducted into the Air Force missile and Space Pioneer Hall of Fame. Come on. Come on, Miss Glad Glad. Come on, Miss Gladys. Thank you, Miss Gladys, for your wavering contribution to history. Thank you, Miss Gladys, for doing the work and figuring out something that you can contribute to this world. And I'm sure it was scary. You've been the first black woman, the only, to be inducted? Come on. And having that mathematical skills and knowing what we needed at that time period to contribute to what it is now. Thank you for that, Ms. Gladys West. Now we get into Mr. Amon Berg, who patents his invention of the spark plug in 1839. Okay, Mr. Berg. Patent, keyword, meaning that he put his name on it. Meaning that he could have been created it before the 1839. Let's be clear. But in 1839, that's when he patented the spark plug that we use every day in cars. In buses, like wherever there's an automotive problem, there's a spark plug. So, he helped us stay safe, in a way, while driving our vehicles. So, thank you. I commend you, Mr. Amon Berg, for keyword patenting. Right now, it's, um, it's called similar, but different, where you have full control of what your idea is. And no one can take that away from you, kind of thing. You patent it. You make sure that everyone knows it's yours. And he started patenting for me. Like, I'm sure people, other people patented way in the 1800s, of course. 
But patenting was so essential and so big, so that's how you knew who did what. Even sometimes, even after the invention was done. But ideally, you want to invent something and then patent it so they know, oh no, <laughs> this is Kimi's. Like, he did that. He created that from the ground up. Let's get into Miss Percy. Lavon Julian, who was born in um, Montgomery, Alabama in, 19, in 1899. I mean, no, nah, it's a him, sorry. In 1935, he successfully synthesized Pythos Pythomphine, which is a type of plant compound from um, carbon carbon beans for treatment and glycoma. So he helped treat glycoma that a lot of people deal with in the day and age. So a lot of people were dealing with it back then, but was untreated and he helped treat it from plants, herbs and plants. And also he synthesized quadrosome from soybeans. And this is used for right Run Man Sound for arthritis. A particular arthritis, but arthritis nonetheless. Mr. Percy, thank you for your contribution to medicine. Thank you for your contribution to helping people with glaucoma and with arthritis get treated back in the day and instilling your uniqueness and your gumph for medicine back then into what it is now. You're a trailblazer, you started this shit. You started it. So we have to give you your time, Mr. Percy. Let's go into another quote. A people without the knowledge of their past history, origin and culture are like a tree without roots. Come on somebody. On somebody, a people without the knowledge of their of their past history, origin, and culture is like a tree without roots. By Mr. Marcus Garvey. How dare you try to take Black history away from the curriculum in fucking school? Y'all must have lost your motherfucking minds. Y'all lost your noggins. And the sadden, like the, the part that's even more sadder is the many states that we go to, even, that we travel. Are we really paying attention to the states that don't really fuck with us? Like, we have to really look at the bigger picture, y'all. Like, we want a vacation, we want to do this and the third, but are we really paying attention to the ideas that, the standards, the culture that they have in these states that we're going to? This country that we're going to, are we really paying attention to what they believe in? Because Florida, huh, Miami's always popping. Miami's always hot, right? But oftentimes, Florida don't like black people. Let's be clear. Florida is one of the people, one of the states, who absolutely was done with teaching black history in their schools. Alabama as well. 
we can't, like, we cannot continue to condone this. We can't let it destroy us. But we have to be enraged by this out, by this outpour of our people, our young babies, only being taught social media at this point. So they're not going to know nothing about black history unless they it's taught by people at home. That doesn't make any sense. So in school, they're only taught the American history, quote unquote, white history, what white people have done. But they're not going to talk about black people and how black people were everything that they can be. They surpassed so many things, so many trials and tribulations, slavery, massacres, abominations, all of this stuff, and more. And y'all don't want to teach that? Y'all don't want to teach how many (laughs) inventions are created by us? How many black people are rich, are actually rich, actually have money out here? Kings and queens, doctors, lawyers, like, y- y'all don't want to teach any of that? Y'all don't want to teach how it first began? Y'all just want to teach wh- where, where we are now? No, I'm sorry. I can't. So now, when we, ideally, when we vote, we have to make sure that, again, the people that we are voting for stand for us. Stand for Rosa Parks. Stand for Malcolm X. Stand for Martin Luther King. Stand for Mar- for Percy Lewan Julian. Stand for Stand for Amon Berg. Stand for Miss Gladys West. Mr. Rustin. Come on. We gotta get it together, people. We got to get it together. We have to fight. We have to make sure that everyone knows our history, because. It's not just a black thing. It, it's our history, because not for nothing. A lot of these clear people wear and use the stuff that we created. Let's be clear. Our contribution to medicine, to the motive, the automotive industry, to any industry that we put our hands into in the 1700s, 1800s, it's ours. We started that. We patented that. And why would we not want to celebrate our achievements? <sighs> I want to give a shout out to Miss Aunt Polly, Miss Jackson's aunt, aunt. She was a refugee. She escaped slavery. Let's be clear. She escaped slavery and then she helped people by protecting them and getting them under the um, the Underground Railroad. She protected them to make sure that they was free. They got to the promise and they got to become free. So, she escaped slavery and became and worked as an agent on the Underground Railroad in a North setting in Ohio, which the setting was actually called Africa. Like, how ironic is that? Like, you escape slavery, you do the Underground Railroad, and then you stop at a place called Africa. But it's not Africa, Africa. It's Africa, Ohio. Like, who really would have thought? Like, 
<laughs> it's the parallels to me. It's definitely the parallels. Um, and she's known. Mind you, she's an older woman. She's not that old, but she pretended to be older than what she was. Of course, so they won't really look with her, look at her like that and try to play her and play in her face. But she protected and she was known for fighting off slave catchers with a butcher knife and a kettle of boiling water. Those was her motherfucking weapons of choice. I'm sorry. He's leaving. She's leaving. She's not being a slave. I'm getting her. I'm getting her to that side. Whether you like it or not, you're gonna have to come through me to get to this person. And trust me, you don't want to do that. Cause I'll cut you up and boil you. Simple as that. I will cut you up and boil you. Don't play with me. Do not try it. I'm tired of the injustices, and I'm going to be the one to help protect people. Thank you, Miss Polly. For protecting my brothers and sisters, my mothers and fathers, aunts and uncles, grandparents, great-great-grandparents. Thank you for being that pioneer to assist with getting people through that underground railroad. Thank you for putting your life on the line for people like me. It's just, it's really mind-blowing. Thank you for having the gumph and the the know-how to know that these injustices cannot continue to happen and that eventually you something has to stop something has to stop for the landscape of the world to then change the narrative to then change of course it took years after that to fully change but this was a starting point this was like now I'm completely done if you're trying to play with us, I'm completely done with being in, in <laughs> I'm completely done with this current predicament I'm in and my people are in. And now that I got to freedom, I'm going to make sure I help people get to freedom. So thank you, Miss Aunt Polly Jackson. Let's not forget about Mr. Alfred Crail. Who patented my ice cream school in Pittsburgh? In Pittsburgh, he was minding his business right at work, working at Michael's Brothers Drugstore in Pittsburgh, and he was noticing a lot of his colleagues was having problems scooping out the ice cream. So he said, "You know what? Let me put on my thinking cap real quick. Let me really come up with how this could be easier for us, so we can, of course, make money." And be easier for um, the people that we're trying to serve. So it can be easier um, transaction. So they're not waiting for a while while I try to scoop up the ice cream. So let me come up with this mold. Let me come up with this scooper. Thank you, <laughs> Mr. Alfred, because I love ice cream. I'm an ice cream head, and yeah, thank you, Alfred. Um, Black History Month. We're here, we're in February, and it's time to get real clear about where we stand as people. It's time to get real clear about where we stand as a community. 
it's time to get real clear where we stand. And it's time to get clear about the history that they don't want to fucking teach us. The history that's real quiet. The the history that is real hush. That part. Like, I was literally Googling Black History stuff. And MN... MN and NBC, stuff like that. So that's just supposed to be, like, the Black History channel. Like, the Black History, um place where we can get our history and this regular history in, in general like our news just for black people like that makes no sense why are we not on every channel why are we not being heard by everyone it's time to get real clear about us fighting for our rights in totality not just for what fits on that particular day it's not the shoe that fits, it's not the hand that's down. It's what helps everyone in our community. All of our black and brown people have to fight. We have to be conscious, we have to be aware of what we are fighting for. We have to have the facts. We have to think before we react. But ultimately, we have to react. We have to make sure that the people before us did not fight in vain. Did not fight for us to have this little cozy life and then we stop here. What about the brothers and sisters after us? What about that? If we're not fighting, if we're not continuing, if we're not continuing to fight for for equality overall, for us to continue to have Black history, like that's just that's so simple. It, it literally reminds me of the episode on their French Prince when Aunt Vib, the one that we liked, the original Aunt Vib, yes, was a black history teacher and she literally had to fight to show, she was she's a history teacher and she had the right to, in this particular moment, show us the black history. The black experience. What we've been through as black people. If there's even one black person in your class, in your school, they need to know about history. They need to know about our history. And I hate that we have to separate it. Because at this particular moment in 2024, we shouldn't have to. We shouldn't just have a month. It should be history all around. Because everyone contributed something to history. And history continues to happen, day in and day out. So by us just being marginalized to a month, it's so belittling, first and foremost. <laughs> but that episode on the French Prince was so monumental for me growing up. Because it's like, finally I see someone like me fighting for reasons that needs to be fought for. And then it's sad that we're still having these problems. Now. In 2023, 2024. People are still. Classes and schools and. Education systems are still trying to. Marginalize. What we learn. And how we learn it. And if that doesn't bother you. I don't know what to tell you. I, I can't 
thing for you, but it should. Because whether you're a parent now, whether you have brothers and sisters who are in the school system now, you will soon. You will later. You will have someone that you know that their kid is going to the school system. So it has to hit home. And our history needs to be taught. In totality. Not in bits and pieces. Not spoon fed. Not watered down. And also I want to shout out to one of my besties that's in Virginia who literally had to let people know in her company I'm sorry I'm black I'm brown and this is what matters and we will be doing black history events we will be having black history month in this facility in this month and she stood and she stood ten toes down on that and I love her for that. I love that she would have that passion. And she has every right to have and celebrate where we come from. And if the other people don't like it, they can get on board. Or it can be an issue. And y'all don't really want it to be an issue. So let's get on, let's get on board. And let's have history all year round and every facility and every company needs to have that we have all of these um discrimination clause and this clause and that clause and this class and that class but are we really paying attention to how we hire all of these black and brown people but we don't want them to act black and brown how, how dare they act like who they are How dare they? How dare they have issues with pay or with this or with that? How dare they? They're not in slavery anymore, so that's a plus. No. Absolutely the fuck not. I don't know who taught I don't know who taught them like that. I don't know why they still continue to think like that. But a lot of white people, unfortunately, a lot of queer people are entitled. And it comes to a time when V1 stop trying to get their approval on anything and to completely come together as people, as black and brown people. Anything other than clear, you are black and brown. Let's be clear. Let's be crystal clear. This is your history as much as it is ours. Of course, it is divided by sectors. But and this is your history as much as ours. So we all need to get on board with what we are fighting for and have a clear, decisive way of getting our grievances and our concerns out there. Let's be loud. Let's be proud. Happy Black History, y'all. And this is one of a few episodes that's coming this month because we have to get this history out there. If the school teachers is not going to teach this to our children, Hopefully, I can help assist with that. Hopefully, you can help assist with that. And know that Black History Month, Black History does not stop in February. It will continue for the rest of years and years to come. Because we make history. We build history. We are history. <laughs> Look at our skin. Look at that melanin. Like how much it's popping. Love us for real. This was Kimi's Tea of the Motherfucking Day. This was episode... This was season 5, episode... 
14. And we are back and better than ever. Look at us. It's 2024. The shining. Look at you, Black King. Look at you, Black Queen. Look at y'all. Have an amazing day, y'all. Let's not forget. Hit me up on Kimisi of the Day. Um, dot com, my website. Um, Kimi Holder on IG, Kimisi of the Day on Facebook, and I Kim Holder on Facebook. And of course, if you like it, share, share, share. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This is for us. And let's not forget. Um. If you want to get on, it's very easy. Just hit me up and let's let's talk. Let's make this magic. My page is open to if you want to get on, if you want to have a conversation, let's make this magic. Later, y'all.